Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Comment the Podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV, shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. And welcome back to Commented My Loves this uh, Saturday episode. We are back with our music podcast. Dun, dun. We're doing the long-awaited, well, Tori's long-awaited, um, favorite, one of my favorite boy groups. We're doing BTB today. Woo! BTB back again. <laughs> BTB this like, uh, I promise you when our production quality gets better, we'll start having sound effects. That'll be fun. Um... But yes, uh, on this lovely spring afternoon, um, Mother's Day is coming up. Happy Mother's Day. I know there are mothers who listen to us, which is kind of insane, but still very, <laughs> very much cool. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. Uh, and I hope you wear your mask, drink some water, wear your sunscreen as we jump in to battling out the top songs for B2B. For those of you who don't know, B2B was a uh, seven-member boy group that debuted in Q from 2012, which makes them prem. Um, somebody, some people say 2.5 or early third gen. Uh, they debuted in 2012. They do rock, not rock, but ballad, R&B, dance, uh, a K-pop mixture. Uh, their first, their debut track was Imagine, but they really kind of popped off when they released Wow, um, and press play. The boys uh, have all just finished their military enlistments. Bless God. And they gave us a comeback already. Also, bless God. Um, my first question would be to everybody is when did you first hear about B2B? What is your first... Uh, uh, hmm, my bilingual brain is fucking with me again. What is your first encounter with them? Marion, what was your first encounter with the B2B? Um, it probably would have to be their music video, Your Soul Fly. Mm. I just remember being obsessed with that song when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what, 2013, 14? Yeah. Okay, cool. What about you, uh, Corey? When did you first encounter B2B? Um, I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw them maybe was like on Running Man. I, I've never gotten into their music, so I've mainly only seen mm. them on variety shows. Okay. I was going to say, have they been on Running Man? Yeah, they've been on Running Man. <laughs> it was, uh, was it, what is that, Weekly Idol or something? I remember seeing Ilhun first. That's like the first person I remember seeing. Yeah, it was probably Weekly Idol. They didn't go on, they, they'd never been on B2B. Not that. They were supposed to be on Running Man as a full group, but fucking COVID <laughs> ruined my life. Um, But yeah, you're probably thinking of Weekly Idol. They got really popular for like, um when they were promoting Thriller and they were on Weekly Idol. Uh, so yeah, uh, Nia, what was your first encounter with B2B? Um, I remember, okay, so I, 2012, I was huge into like memorizing everybody and knowing everyone. So mm-hmm. I remember they were part of the 2012 babies and I, I saw Wow, cause I think Wow came out in 2012, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I loved that song. So that was the first time I heard them. Yes. So I got into K-pop in like 2013, 14. So the first, I want to say the first song I ever saw from them was Beep Beep. And because um, us old heads were confound to the uh, parameters of YouTube and 240p videos, 
I was heavily into MTV Diary. And MTV Diary had Vix, it had B2B, it had my name, it had BAP, it had JJ Project. And so I would watch all of those videos. And that's how I really got into B2B. And the minute I heard them sing acapella, I was like, oh, I have to stand. <laughs> I have to stand. And I feel like during um, that time, WoW was one of those songs. I was like, oh my God, you haven't heard WoW? You should listen to WoW. And then nobody else talked about them for forever. <laughs> so, yes. Before we get into um, our tracks and music and stuff like that, um, I guess we'll talk about just me being a melody and how this came about and my gargantuan fear that cute was just going to forget about b2b and fold them up and tuck them away into a corner um (laughs) so like b2b debuted with um imagine and they did a follow-up track called father and then they came out with wow people were like oh okay this is for the girls and gays and days because you know it's two very 2012 song right and then they did the thing that a lot of boy groups do that still they do it still when the first two years of two to three years of after debuting they try to find their sound so they experiment so they went from like wow to like thriller and they're like hmm this is not the best we could do for them and so after thriller they went to like um they did a lot of these like more they did like a lot of what is it b-side track videos or videos just for their fans where they were like doing when i was your man and second confession and all things like that and then they moved into uh beep beep and after beep beep they did the winter's tale now during this time this is like 2014 right this is like 2013-14 honestly we were so terrified that cube was gonna be like b2b is making us no money <laughs> Let's just let's just cap it all because for those of you who don't know, B2B had Four Minute, they had Hannah, they had um a Pink, which was like a sister company, and so and they had um Beast. So like they had big hitters, and B2B were the the rookie groups at that time, and so I, I felt like the end was near during when they released the Winter album, and the only way that they were on like the end of the year like Gaio stages was as a pink's backup singers i said this is gonna make me cry because like if you've been in second generation k-pop you can feel the end for a lot of groups am i am i the only one who has that trauma um and so i was like we were like afraid that they were gonna stop trying new music or if things didn't you know fit the way they're supposed to and like i feel like i want to say that uh, after they did, after they did Winter's Tale, then they did You're So Fly, right? And You're mm-hmm. So Fly, it didn't like pop off like it was supposed to. And so finally, Cube was like, we have amazing vocalists and they've been recognized as amazing vocalists. And Melodies are like, we love to hear B2B sing. So why are you keep doing pop songs? And so they finally gave us a fall like album, which was It's Okay. And It's Okay did really well because not only was It's Okay did well, School 2015 did well, and Sungjae was the main lead on that show. Then, to back it all up, he was one of the first, like, winners on King of the Mass Singer. So, like, it was, like, before my eyes, I was seeing a group that I was sure was not going to make it through military enlistment suddenly grow big and it's because there was space in the k-pop world for a boy ballet group 2am was currently enlisting at this time and so people needed another like 
boy group that could sing that that could be recognized and do ballads like this, right? And so they did okay. It's okay. And I think I'm pretty sure Way Back Home was their first win, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I remember the day I cried. <laughs> I was just like, I don't remember the day, but I just know like when I heard it. Um, yeah, this was their first one on a music show after three years and seven months. And we were like, maybe finally, maybe Cube gets it that, you know, this is the route that they should be taking. So after that, they started just releasing a lot more ballads and doing like mini albums with more of their fun songs on it. And when y'all, I, the, the, the first time I heard them sing Missing You, um, live in front of an audience i got fucking goosebumps because that was one of the first times that i've seen everybody in their mama and the artist singing a song along with them and i was just like okay we've done it we've made it we're good <laughs> like after like it was just like this feeling of like i'm not going to lose this group who i've been attached to for like years now it's like been who 13 14 15 16, 17 like seven to eight years that i've been listening to b2b consistently and seeing people just be like yeah b2b are amazing singers we love their music they're really good at ballads but like when they don't have to sing like that the chorus part of missing you ever at any of these like at dream y'all remember how f- dream concert is still messy but you know like dream concert especially like 15 and 16 people were still doing blackouts yeah. and like still being petty and fandom wars are still going on like when missing you came on and everybody started singing i was like my boys have made it and i don't have to fucking fear <laughs> that i'm never gonna get music from them again because that happened with so many groups that i like to second gen and so to see them going from being backup singers for like their fellow artists to like being the like one of the main acts pushed back further in the show and now they're like the big money makers for their company like it just it's insane and it was like unrealistic at one point but now i'm like i never have to worry about them when they have a comeback like they can do whatever they want they can experiment and do all this stuff and i still know that they're gonna have a a solid fan base beyond melodies and so yeah it's a little social is, um, is them being um a pink's back up singers the reason why they're so close to them um, it wasn't like they were yeah. it, it wasn't like they were their official backup singers it's like oh, the okay. only reason that they were on end of the year programs is because they did a special stage with a pink oh, it's okay. not like b2b was invited as a group to sing okay yeah but they're close to a pink because i think they all trained together mm. so, so yeah that's how they're really close i've never seen a boy group and a girl group where they regularly interact with each other the way they do <laughs> Yes, AP can be to be your very tight friends. And they're always um, talking to each other. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, now that that's done, I've been pestering. Not pestering, but I was just like, we have to be B2B. We have to do B2B. I want to see what you guys think. I know that a lot of their discography is ballads, and that's not everybody's taste. But I was excited to see your reactions. I knew that Mary knew enough of them to know the music. But Corey and Nia, I don't think I've ever 
dove like past soundtracks so i'm very excited for you guys who are new to the music podcast what we do is we all go through the entire discography of the group we decided to include um special units and b2b because there's only one or two and they only they don't have a lot of songs and we included their winter album because there's only one um we've listened to it we've picked our top 10 songs the rules of the game are that a song has to have three or more people like the song for it to go in the collective commented top 10 um and then we are ranking the songs from there which is the worst part because we never agree (laughs) and then after this you guys get to vote on our um on our social media pages who you think had the better list was it one of us was the collective commented list and hopefully it introduces you to some new music and a new group um with that being also um besides music b2b is are funny as fuck another reason that they got really popular was because of their youtube their like behind the scenes videos were very funny they're very chaotic and if you need to laugh i highly suggest it (laughs) so let's start with marin marin introduce your top 10 b2b songs okay uh at number one i have broken heart which would have to be the song that started off and i was like wait a second (laughs) <laughs> i was really surprised by the way well, where that song went um no no not broken heart i'm sorry broken heart is good i was talking about mm-hmm. heart attack which is next yes heart attack yes. really surprised me um just tell me is a really good song i have lover boy and then i have outsider Her. and then i have press play uh-huh um rock and hip-hop tension and then wow and you're so fly Oh, see, when you had um, press play on there, I was like, really? <laughs> Out of all the songs on that album? Uh, yeah, this is a great top 10. Marin and I have so much in common. This mm-hmm. is very common for the both of us. Um, what were your thoughts and feelings going through B2B's discography? Um, yeah, their first couple albums are a lot different than the music they make now. I feel like they're more ballad-oriented sometimes, except for the... Mm-hmm. The, the units are mm-hmm. not don't seem as ballad oriented unlike when it's the whole group and mm-hmm. um no pretty i don't know it was like i the, oh, this was exactly what i expected from b2b except for heart attack all the songs i was like yeah this is what i think their music would sound like okay okay very cool very cool okay nia you want to introduce your top 10 Sure. Um, so mine are not in order, uh, but I have Broken Heart on here. I have By Your Side, um, mm-hmm. Dreaming, Miss You, mm. the one, the album cut. Um, and then I'm Bored, It's Okay, Like It, Running Into Breakup, You and I, and Way Back Home. You having Dreaming on this list, I was like, okay, yeah, that's definitely it. I feel like there's something new would pick. And then having I'm Bored, you know, I changed. I put, I, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, yeah. Nia knows what she's talking about. I love that so much. <laughs> and Running Into Breakup is one of those songs where I'm like, I want this on my list, but is it top 10? I like it a lot, though. And you having you have so many title tracks on here that I didn't realize. Well, two. Um, but yeah, It's Okay is, you know, she's a classic. Way Back Home is also a classic. Did you watch the music video? Um, I didn't. I watched one of the music videos, but I was also... I didn't realize... I just listened to 
like the playlist that mm-hmm. YouTube has, like you can go on YouTube and they'll just have like the album playlist and they won't sometimes put the music videos in between the playlist, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I was just listening to them without the music videos. I was just like going in blind. And so I was listening, that came up on Way Back Home especially. And I was like, ooh, this is a song. And then I came to realize it was a title track and I was like, ah, okay. So yeah, I didn't yeah. really go into it thinking I'm going to pick some title tracks. I just kind of went into it blind. Uh-huh. Um, but I did remember It's Okay, because that was a big song. Yeah, that was a really big song. Way Back Home was a very dramatic um, ass music video. They were in there like, that's when like all the boy groups were doing storytelling music videos. <laughs> but one so. thing about B2Bs though, like theirs is like a specific brand of storytelling. It's like very mm-hmm. G-O-D. Like when I hear those two title tracks, I'm like, oh, someone is yes. studying their G-O-D. Someone's studying their H-O-T. <laughs> They're like, big G.O.D. fans, and a lot I can of G.O.D. Tell. fans love B2B. It's I can tell. Surprising. Like, it's it's giving road. It's giving to mom, <laughs> to mother. It's giving that, and I love that. Okay, so what did you think of when you were going through the music? Um, What I think? Okay, so I... I'm very like specific about the type of ballad I like, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I like typical K-pop ballads. Sometimes they're just slow songs to be slow, but mm-hmm. I like R&B ballads. So if they have a lot of like harmonies, layers, like dreaming, I heard the backgrounds and I was like, oh, yes, we love it. <laughs> um, and then I heard running into breakup and I was like, yes, this is that might be my favorite B2B song, like period. Ooh. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And then the the broken heart and you and I are very like my alley, like R and B, like yes. I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah. but like their music, I enjoyed a lot of it. I just I want like I was like listening to songs and I was like I need some more harmonies. I need more like give me brandy level layers. Like <laughs> restack the vocals on the vocals Honestly, on the vocals. Honestly, Cube just needs to let them do a live album, and I don't know why we haven't gotten that like yeah they're hitting gear aren't they the same age as exo this is year what 10 yes bitch yep. and we have a one live album we get a lot of acapellas like they do acapella renditions of their music all the time did you happen to listen to mm-hmm. any of that yeah uh no i need to though because i know they sing their butts off live i know i did oh, yeah. see them on knowing bros they did like a melody of their songs yeah, yeah, yeah but like they always like one of the reasons that i uh started to stand was listening to them sing boys to men live and i was like of course and they know who music soul child is i was like per i'm standing <laughs> yes. the right group i'm standing in the right group so yes okay Corey, you want to introduce your top 10 songs yeah um so my list is also not in any particular order first we have heart attack i think almost well all yeah three of us have this on our list it's a really good song (laughs) then imagine i was very surprised i didn't know that this was their debut song it's kind of like it's really like down tempo for it to be a debut so that's really interesting but i really like yeah no i saw this and i was like not not Corey picking the first track (laughs) i didn't even know it was their debut And then Just Tell Me, um, which is another really good song. I tend to gravitate more more towards their, like, poppy stuff because I'm really not, mm-hmm. like, a ballad person at all. And mm-hmm. then um, Miss You, which is very good um, mm-hmm. movie. My Boy's Girl, which sounds like, just like um, rock and hip-hop almost. It's the it's, same vibe. It, 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 it's all... It's- I think these are film. This is like off film. Yeah, like, no, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. before film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, not her picking the messy song because it's it's literally <laughs> it's my friend's girlfriend. And I was just like, 
Okay, yeah, I knew. Right. I heard when I heard the um the chorus, I was like, oh, so this kind of <laughs> you like you like his girl or something type song or whatever. And then yes. Outsider, which is like one of their more recent songs from last year, right? Mm-hmm. That was BT yeah. for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot. And then um, Press Play, um, When I Was Your Man, and then lastly, Classic. Wow, which is uh, Wow was like the first song I know for sure I heard from them, and I still listen to mm-hmm. it like now so yes it's a it's an iconic song you and mary would press play i had to go back <laughs> and remind myself of this song and i was like really stop play rewind y'all <laughs> that's the song y'all picked but what were your um your thoughts and feelings or overall uh thoughts on btb's discography um so i've never like sat and listened to their music before like that and i know for a fact like people know them for ballads because so i was kind of worried at first because like like i said i don't like ballads like there's like a handful that mm-hmm. i really will listen to but mm-hmm. um most of the time i just like skip right over it but then like when i was listening to their stuff i'm like oh they have like a lot of like really like up tempo it's not even like how boy groups do music now it's like the retro kind of up tempo pop and yes, they have like yes. a lot of those songs and i like those a lot and they can yeah. sing very well, which is like it really helps. So <laughs> it really does. It truly does. Um, B two B. I like to say that B two B's discography is like it's ballads. It's the R and B, like their R and B that they really are into. But they really love retro sounding songs, yeah. and then they really love um like old school R and B, which I feel like a lot of their vocal, like the vocal group, does like a lot of like reminding me of like nineties. R&B, exactly soulful, soulful on your knees begging in the rain music <laughs> so mary didn't you make a list called negro k-pop songs i do i did <laughs> and isn't beat to be on it yeah about 10 of these songs are about to be put on that <laughs> um other question Corey, did you find any other ballads that you like from b2b just the ones that are on my list mm. okay um, now I should introduce my list. I had Beautiful Pain as my first one, but then I kept listening to Miss You, and I was like, no, I like the beginning and the chorus of the song too much to not have it. So, my list is Heart Attack, Per. She's a classic. Listen, that entire mini album, I think that's never, it's not Neverland. What the hell? I don't, y'all know, I don't remember the title of anything, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that. This is off the, you know why I'm calling it Neverland? It's because the song Neverland is on here. But it's, um, I mean, I mean, that was like an album that they came out in 2015. This is the one that has Way Back Home as the title track. The amount of times I have replayed every single song <laughs> on this album, like anything that was like from 2015, from 2012 to 2015, are the songs that I am attached to the very most. And I was trying so hard. I was like, let me not put all their old songs on here. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't help it um, because the attachment I had to these songs compared to the attachment that I had to the music they just, like, released a few months ago was very much different. So, um, I don't know. One of my favorite vocal tracks. It's just, it's so soulful. And, like, it's not a sorrow-filled song, but, like, I feel like it showcases the um the range that the vocal line can do it's one of my favorite r&b tracks they've done i'm bored it's just it's so good they like uh, to use a lot of what is like not 
like snares and kicks in their songs, especially the retro music. So like I'm bored, just tell me, miss you are all um songs that are just like very much the R and B uh color of BCB, which I love. Lover boy, listen now. Is it giving 2013? Absolutely. But <laughs> I love that it's song. Good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Right, there. It's amazing. <laughs> And then One Sip is my favorite ballad from them. It's off their winter album. The reason I made everybody listen to their winter album. It's it's also like when you look at the lyrics for that song, it's just, it's it's not, it's crying in the rain. It's begging like, um, it's like about being drunk and missing somebody. And I just love the vocals and not even the vocals. I love the melody and the way the the rap is placed in the song and it doesn't feel out of place, which is also one of the reasons I love B2B is that, for their rappers it doesn't feel like um it doesn't feel misplaced in the song like a lot of k-pop groups can have you know the rap just feels like y'all just added this because this person couldn't sing um and b2b's rap line can't sing minyuk has a solo album i highly recommend it which is great um and then you and i a classic and then wow i feel like i had to have at least one title track i know the girl is gonna be like but where is missing you listen Everybody knows B2B from Missing You. We're going to be Kuri Wahadan for the rest <laughs> of B2B's career. But I feel like WOW is the more iconic song. I feel, I feel like to the public, Missing You, It's Okay, Way Back Home were much more big. But like WOW, is, I feel like is their most iconic song and it deserves to be in the top 10. So we have broken down who has what. Um, Mary and Nia, only one song, <laughs> Broken Heart. Um... I feel like you guys' tastes are usually either it's very in line or it's very not in line. <laughs> I think me and Neo's taste align if it's a ballad R&B. Everything mm-hmm. else, no, but I think because like she was talking about it and I 100% agreed, which is why I think Broken Heart is on here. But mm-hmm. otherwise, then it's like, oh, we don't match. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought me and Decoria would have had no songs, but we clarified. Y'all have one song together, which is Miss You. And I'm like, for the both of y'all to like EXO, it's so interesting. Well, even when y'all like oh, EXO, no, your yeah, tastes even, are very different. Yeah, even yeah. We have very different tastes. Very different tastes. <laughs> very different yeah. tastes. So only one song. And then we have Nia and Tori, Miss You, I'm Bored, You and I, Per. Um, me and Nia's taste, it's like, it's usually like one or two really odd songs that nobody else picked. Yeah. And we're like, but this one, but, but, yeah. but this one. <laughs> you missed it, but this one. And then we have me and, um, Corey, Heart Attack, Just Tell Me, Wow, Miss You, all of the kind of more R&B upbeat songs, cause mm-hmm. per. <laughs> and then we have Marion and Decoria, Heart Attack, Just Tell Me, Outsider, Press Play, Wow. Now listen, Press Play, listen, I don't hate the song. I just want to know why it made it to y'all top 10. <laughs> because out of, well, the reason of that album, I only like three songs and all of those three songs are on this list already. So <laughs> that's why oh. <laughs> so, like, I preferred that press play out of every other song I liked. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Outsider. I'll give you that. Yeah. Outsider is good. That's one of the, that's, when I first ha- heard Outsider, I was like, do I like this? And like the more, I feel like the more you listen to the song and you start to hear all like the instruments, it really works. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't yeah. feel like it's to be releasing music that is not them, which is 
hard because I feel like once groups have their identity, it's either hard to experiment or they keep doing the same things. So for them to give us Outsider before they came back with a, another ballad album, per we appreciate that. Um, and then it's Marin and Tori. We just have so much in common. Heart Attack, Just Tell Me, Loverboy, Rock and Hip Hop. Wow. Listen, I had to have rock and hip-hop on this list i know it's <laughs> i was listening to that today <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know what i did when i was making because like when i first made my list it was like 15 to 20 songs and i was like i have to do the songs that bring me the most joy and so i would listen to rock and hip-hop i was like no i'm like so hyped rocking to this beat and like singing the words so i just had to have it we had to have it Okay, so now we have to pick top 10 to go in the collective commented list. Heart Attack immediately goes because there's three of us. Uh, Miss You immediately goes because there's three of us. Uh, Wow goes because there's three of us. And then Just Tell Me. So that's four. Um, I would... Who? We have to pick other songs to go on here. Does anybody want to nominate any songs? Uh, I would not be opposed to rock and hip hop being on there. The only reason why it's not on my list because I put my um, what did I put? I put something else instead of that because I had like ten already. But that uh-huh. song is very good. Yeah, yeah, rock and hip hop. I feel like we that. have. Yes, I'm okay with I'm bored being on there. I don't know about y'all. I like I'm bored. Hold on. Mm. I hated <laughs> it, but it's just like uh, I don't know. Top ten. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I know. Uh, I'm okay with when I was your man. Be- oh, well, it's not even selected. Well, hmm. <laughs> it's only me who has it on. Yeah. I, I mean, it was on my top like 15, but like, yeah. I pulled it aside. <laughs> talk about a dramatic song. Man, <laughs> but I'll be fine with that song being on there. I think the dramatics are needed. Uh huh. I feel like we need like one or two dramatic ballads. Mm, let me listen. Oh, Broken Heart is Broken Heart is a great okay. song. It's okay. Ten let out of ten. Check. It is. <laughs> let me check again. Cause like I like I would also like to nominate Outsider. Oh yeah, it's very dramatic. <laughs> okay. I feel like we- I'm okay with putting Broken Heart on here. Yes. Sounds good to me. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, we need three more. Let's see. We have a title track. We have Wow. We have When I Was Your Man. Hmm. Rock and Hip Hop, Just Tell Me, Miss You, Heart Attack. I feel like we need one good, like, crying ballad. I feel like for sentimental reasons, we could do It's Okay, because that kind of changed their lives. Mm. Does anybody? Oh, it's only. Who has it on their list? Me. Nia has it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I would rather do like it or running into breakup instead of it's okay. I mean, I like it's okay. I'm down for like it. Yeah, I'm down for like it. Not us breaking our own rules. These <laughs> these songs aren't even. It's just because a lot of the songs we had in common are like all R and B. Yeah, it's all R and B. Okay, Wow definitely deserves. Y'all don't like you and I. I like you and I. I feel like no. I love that song. I didn't. I didn't save it on my phone. That's why I'm like, wow. all like the stuff I have on, like the stuff 
that I had on there is most of the stuff I save on my phone. So if it's not saved on there, I know I didn't like it that much. (laughs) I feel like for nostalgia, we should add Lover Boy. That's just me. Listen, I think it deserves. That or One Sip. Listen, that's my favorite track from them. And and I I could be more forceful about why. (laughs) But... I'm okay with you and I being on there, but not one sip. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like any of the Christmas songs, but um, it's not even a Christmas song (laughs) (laughs) or their holiday album. But I would vote for you and I. I would go with Loverboy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with Loverboy. It's just so, it's such a 2013 song. <laughs> okay, okay, we need one more. If we want to do It's Okay, I think that's cool. Or. I love Way Back Home more than It's Okay, though, as a title track mm. for like big ballads. Hmm. I don't like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, hold on, let me check if I saved it. <laughs> Oh, I did save it. Okay, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know our way back home. Which one? I don't know, Corey. <laughs> um, since both of those are like ballads, you can just decide. I like. I don't really <laughs> have a say. Okay, let's do. I don't know. I just think that's a great song. Okay, now here comes the good tits part. We have to rank these. <laughs> I think. For neutrality's sake, WoW should just go first. I was going to say WoW okay. should be first as well. Yeah. yeah. It's iconic. When you look at the song, it says B2B. Dubidala Nontala. Like, children will be singing that forever. My children will definitely be singing. <laughs> um, Second place. Either, I would second. like to vote for either Heart Attack or Rock and Hip Hop. I can get behind either of those. Okay. I would say heart attack. Okay. Yeah. Heart attack is great. Heart attack is good. Okay. Um Miss You maybe for three. Okay. I'm cool with that. Miss You for three. Let's do when I was your man for four. Okay. 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 Just tell me. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> like, okay. I, I, was, I was like, where where is it gonna be? It cannot be. <laughs> it can't go lower than that. <laughs> I refuse to put lower lover boy at the very bottom, so it can't be ten. <laughs> okay. That that's perfect. We could put <laughs> I I will What'd you say, Mary? Either like it or I don't know would have to be ten. Okay. I can put I don't know at ten since we just we conceded to it. I'm okay with that. Lover boy cannot be ten though. Lover boy is too she's too good. <laughs> Um, broken heart. Why do I always forget the melody of the song? This shows you maybe it shouldn't be. It's a, top a fantastic R and B song. It is <laughs> wonderful song. I'm okay with that song. Be either seven or eight. Mm. <laughs> I can't put it above like it though. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't put it above like it. Okay, where's rock and hip hop gonna go? I can put Rock and Hip Hop at six. Okay. <laughs> but I can't put Broken Heart above Like It. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it hurt me, but okay. <laughs> Three of my favorite songs are in like the top six, so. <laughs> and then Lover Boy, I can concede to Lover Boy being nine. Okay. That wasn't too painful. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't too painful. That wasn't too painful. So our top collective top ten is wow, heart attack, miss you, when I was your man, just tell me, rocket hip hop, like it, broken heart, lover boy. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like this is decent. Yeah. Broken Heart is definitely an R&B ballad. Loverboy is definitely a 2012 song. R&B, pop, just tell me, rock and hip-hop, heart attack, miss you. Wow, we really don't have any of their, like, ballad ballads. <laughs> well, Like It like it is kind of a ballad ballad. Like It's kind of a ballad ballad. We don't have... <laughs> we don't have any title tracks. Well, no, we have the upbeat wow. title tracks. We don't have any yeah. ballad title tracks. Oh, well, no. Like It's not a ballad either. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> Well, I mean, but you could probably do a thing where you like rank like their pop songs and then rank their ballads. ballads yeah, I feel like, them. yeah, I feel like it's two different, two different title shows. Like, if we were just mm-hmm. doing ballads, Beautiful Pain would have been on here for me. Running Into Breakup would have been on for here me. One Sip would have definitely been on here. And I definitely would have added Missing You because just because it's, it's so iconic and people love it so much and I like it too. But even their new one called The Song was a really good ballad that they like released at a really good time. Mm. Yeah. I feel like they have two totally identities. When they do full albums, it's more ballads. And when they do mini albums, mm-hmm. it's more R&B. Yep. Which mm-hmm. I think is a solid identity to have. Like, I've been thinking about boy groups and their identities and like the formula. Because people say, oh, you should study this boy group to know how to be successful. And I feel like everybody's always studying the wrong group. Um, the wrong groups because like to me boy groups that have done it like completely right like from the minute that they were conceived to up to now who knows who their identity they are are like 17 17 is like I know we're getting off topic but I feel like I feel like I just I, I've just, this has been in my head for so long that I want to talk about it 17 has gone through not so many phases but like their genres of their music always change, but there hasn't been a time that I listened to a 17 song and been like, this doesn't sound like them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. very obvious that they know what type of, even if they're like playing in rock or playing with R&B or playing with pop, they're like, we know what a 17 song sounds like. The fact that they can still do kind of like boys next door, bright concepts without it coming off as um, overused or cringeworthy is also like a testament to the group and their ability to work together. Astro is another boy group who I think did a fantastic job because you know what happens. I feel like agencies be like, okay, so all of our members are now no longer underage. We're going to do a strong concept and their definition of strong is hip hop. It's like, mm-hmm. but bitch, you were just releasing disco pop music for the last two years. So why are you suddenly <laughs> want to change their image to like strong or hip hop? Um, when that doesn't fit the identity of the group, Astro has never done a hip hop track in their damn lives and bless them because it's <laughs> not worked. Like they know exactly what an Astro sound sounds like and they've aged out of like doing like like I guess you could say standard cute concepts. But even now their music still still very much sounds like Astro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like B2B, once they figured out that there was a market for ballad, a, a vocal boy group. Cube finally like just let them. I feel like they took more control over their music, and that's what kind of got them into more of the forefront. It was like a it was like a a steamroll effect because the fact that Missing You wasn't their first win, but it was um, way back home. 
or I mean, yeah, way back home. It's just like it showed you that they should have been doing this a year and a half ago, but they weren't because Cube was doing what a lot of companies were. It's like, oh, we've done the pop thing. That didn't pop off. We're still in the red, so we're going to try to hold it. Like, when they jumped from WoW to Thriller, I was like, really? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Thriller's was the album crazy? with the heart, right? Yes. <laughs> Even the album cover is throws me <laughs> off when I look at their discography. <laughs> right but you know what's on that when i was your man when i was your man is on that track and then like the 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 title not the title tracks but the other songs like why catch me like a crystal star are kind of all r&b but thriller isn't thriller is is not so they've always had this like kind of root in r&b and like ballad songs and the fact that cube was like no we're gonna do more pop like even after thriller they did beep 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 was good Mm -hmm. because they had the dance track and then they had like i feel like hello hello mellow never ending melody um they were okay like but the rest of the album wasn't as strong so the title track overpowered everything else and then you get to move where i think they really were in the groove of things because the title the title track was good but the the side tracks were also happening and so when they finally got to like 2015 like it should not have taken them that long to let me to be released a ballad they've always yeah. been that good of a singer and even i listened to this in chronological like i went through years and i could definitely tell like they got rid of whichever producers they were working with pre-2015, like yeah. post-2015, because like the sound, like I I do think that they fit more with like a DBSK, like G-O-D lane. And mm-hmm. I think like Korean people agree. <laughs> um, so it's like, I feel like they were running away from like their original purpose, just trying to yes. like initially copy whatever was popular. And that didn't yes. really work. And so I feel like they, it took them a long time to find their sound but I don't think that's their fault. I feel like they would have probably done that from the beginning if they could have. They would have. And the members started participating more. So Ilhun and Hyunshi took over, like, making a lot of their music and, like, working with other producers after, like, 2015. That's where they really, like, started to, like, have this, what I like to call, like, their their current identity in music. <laughs> And it just felt like whatever they released after this felt like a B2B song. If they wanted to do something like Outsider, even if that was like a unit group, it felt like a B2B song, right? And mm-hmm. like the ballads they do don't feel like they're, again, they're not just singing slow songs to sing slow songs, which is so interesting. Because B2B is one of those groups that I don't think, because because of their natural vocal talent, you can't replicate what they do on stage unless you can sing. <laughs> like you really can't like you can probably do like um a cover to wow which i don't understand why my why more board groups aren't doing a cover to wow because that's iconic bitch and i don't they're being looked over for that um or like a cover to beep beep you can do like their title tracks but can't ain't nobody else for to be sitting here singing it's okay and way back home unless i think the only group that i've seen like do like vocal covers of them is like mama moo who are known for being vocalists and this was another thought that i was having the other day i was thinking about how you know how younger groups cover older groups and i was just uh-huh. thinking about groups whose energy cannot be replicated and i was thinking to myself there's probably a reason why there's not a lot of monster x covers because yeah. monster x has a certain energy bitch on stage that 
I don't, you just can't, like, if it wasn't a group that was older than them or who debuted at a similar time, I do not think you could replicate. <laughs> I don't think somebody could cover Monster X and I would be like, that was a good cover. Mm-hmm. It always feels like mm-hmm. they're trying too hard. It's just, I feel the same way where people do um, covers of EXO Love Shot. I'm like, babe, the whole point of Love Shot <laughs> is to, 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 to not put in 100%. The only person going 100% on the stage is Kai. But That's even to true. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though? Girl groups do a good job, but the boys just, yeah. oh I don't God. know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's because like the, I feel like the girl groups, like they tend to be able to be effortlessly sexy in a way. Yes. Whereas the boy mm-hmm. groups try very hard. <laughs> yes. So it is, they're like off-putting when the song is like more relaxed. Yes. Yeah. They're like, let me show you what sexy is and i'm like the whole reason love shot worked for exo is because they were not giving you 110 percent on that stage <laughs> mm-hmm. they were not uh-huh. throwing it yeah. back like rent was due the only person who throws the back like rent was due is kai but that's him on every stage so you, you even then <laughs> you can't replicate that and i was thinking i was like is there a group that could possibly rep- do a monster x cover and i wouldn't like be like hmm and the only two groups i could think of that possibly could do it if they didn't do it like 100 percent is 80s and straight kids only because they have similar energies. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because... But even then, but like jealousy, ain't nobody else. No, <laughs> that's just too too sexy of a song for anybody who isn't like two p.m. to do. Like if two p.m. did a monster, that's like jealousy. I'd be like, okay, because oh, you know what's like funny even though. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. go ahead, Nia. No, um, just off that point, I was you since you brought up who could cover groups. Like I literally don't think anybody could cover B2B. I don't follow a lot of these kids. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. me saying kids, but I don't follow a lot of these new groups <laughs> at all. But I don't think any of them can cover B2B because honestly, you get one vocal group a generation, to be honest. Like first gen, it was yeah. kind of there were but there were a few more, but like it was mainly like G.O.D. did ballads. You know, like mm-hmm. HOT wasn't really known for ballads. Stetch yeah. Keys wasn't known for ballads. Um, and even Sotaji was not a ballad group. Like mm-hmm. G.O.D., that was their lane. Um, <laughs> and then Shinwa did ballads, but that wasn't their biggest hits. Um, that wasn't their lane, then, though. It's not like where they right. shine. Yeah, G.O.D. Yeah, go ahead. No, finish your thought. No, but like the the main thing is like there is to me, G.O.D. was that for first gen. D.B.S.K. was that for second gen. Although, interestingly, they weren't their biggest songs weren't ballads. It's just that they just sang on the <laughs> the title right. tracks. Like I, think, rent I was feel due. like I feel like two p.m. then took that the ballad group and yeah, like two a.m. Yeah, yeah, two a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely think that like when T and that was honestly when they were five, and then after that, two a.m. took it up. So it was like early second gen, early mm-hmm. late second gen, and then now I feel like it's B two B, and I don't think. I don't even think K-pop is going to work where they would be bothered to train sing- or find singers and put multiple of them in the in a group together. So I That's really doubt I they would too, do it. Like, um, I don't know if you guys seen on Twitter lately, like people like showing the clips of like boy groups, like new gen boy groups singing live, and it's like horrible. So it's just like with B2B, they can actually sing. So the where the problem with the covers is if they're not doing a pop song and they can't sing, then you can't cover the song. Like right. why exactly. bother covering the song? You you literally cannot sing. Like you're terrible at it. So right. And, and I feel like some of these fourth gen groups. Sorry to interrupt, but I feel like some uh, of these fourth gen boy groups they know their limits, and I feel like they're fans <laughs> of B two B, but they know they can't step on stage and sing. 
I feel like they know their lane and they know that it's right. not singing. <laughs> right. Which is, which is a very, like having um, awareness of your skills is a very, is a skill in itself. Like instead of trying to get up on stage and singing out of range or, or, you know, you push yourself behind the scenes. You don't push yourself on stage like that. Right. And then also a lot of companies find it more profitable to be like, instead of us putting four of our best training vocalists in one group, we're going to put two of them in this group and take the two and put them in another group. Cause that's how it becomes mm-hmm. more profitable because people like to say, Oh, listen to K-pop for the music, for the vocals. No, you don't. No, they don't. <laughs> Can't nobody sing no more. Who are, you, who are they listening to? That's such you a listen, lie. You listen to K-pop for the, the faces and then the fandom that's created and the, the you know, the peril social relationship. Um, because you know, this fam- just popped in my head. I don't mean uh-huh. to interrupt, but this just popped Either. in my head. Like, I feel like second gen groups would kill a B2B song. Like, put a 2 p.m. Like, oh. in black, rest in peace, in black. If in black came back and said, <laughs> we're going to sing, they would kill a B2B song. I feel like there are certain groups that have solid vocal lines. Like, yeah. NCT could make noise music. That vocal line, bitch, is going <laughs> to sing the fuck out of that bridge, though. Do you hear me? <laughs> Like, I feel like there are groups with definitely solid vocal lines. NCT, to me, is one of the ones that stand out. Because, like, listening to their... Like, listening to Doyoung and Jan and Tao, the three of them alone, can sing. And so, if they did a cover... You left Heichan out of that. Oh, Oh, Heichan, I'm sorry. My sunshine, baby. My apologies. (laughs) My apologies. My apologies. (laughs) That was wrong with me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) correct me yes but that vocal line is very solid and i'm trying to think of other fourth generation boy groups whose vocal lines could stand on their own Mm, that's a listen i feel like (laughs) though because b2b ironically what i when we just answered our own question like 2am b2b and god and even dbsk in the beginning were all big with the public like the Korean Uh public liked them a lot because of their talent. And you'd think these companies would get the vibe that like, huh, the Korean public will stream singers who can sing. They can sing because the Korean public likes ballads. Like ballads are a very popular genre (laughs) in Korea. And they've been, and that's consistent for like 30 years. (laughs) And so you think, and what's weird to me is like, they, you'd think that they would get like, okay, who can be the fourth gen who can carry on the torch and you and to me it's like why are y'all chasing the wrong bags the bag mm-hmm. is right there like people want to hear like a this is they're not an idol group but they want to see like big mama or like four men like those types of singers but they're not now, gonna I kn- give them. yeah i know that rainbow bridge agency which is the agency for mama moo released a boy group that was supposed to be like their brother group called v romance they came out in 2016 and they had a solid vocal line, but I don't think. Oh, have they? Okay, well, they the released a song in 2021. What'd you say, Mary? I was just listening to their song "She" the other day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but here's a, here's the thing for me though. If there was a time for another vocal boy group to rise, it was when B2B was in the army. In the army, perfect. That time. was the perfect time, but nobody debuted a big you know, I didn't push for one, right? Mm-hmm. And so there just hasn't there hasn't been one. Also, like there's this there's this trend within the music industry currently right now, which I find it like 
listen, fourth generation group has a fourth generation boy groups or just groups in general have a specific sound. They're like using a lot of instruments. It is noise music. Some of them make good noise. Some of them make bad noise. It's still very hard for K-pop groups to pop off if you're not part of SM or YG or JYP or um shit. I was about to say hi, but to God, to be honest, don't nobody know who they know who they new groups are besides the fans. <laughs> but but there's a trend currently in music where people are rediscovering old artists. There are several programs that are like, we're going to make, you know, a group of singers from old artists who were looked over in the 90s. And there's this unfortunate, constant um, obsession with nostalgia from the the general population of music consumers mm. in Korea. So it's very hard for new artists to pop off like that's interesting if, like the uj suck um um what is it you not you because on the block um hang out with uj suck mm-hmm. um they just got done creating two boy groups that were all about creating a vocal boy group that sounded like they were from the 90s and now they're doing it again with girl groups and so people are upset that group topped the fucking charts they're still topping the fucking charts they just released another song a month ago and so when you have these project groups and everybody's obsessed when the when the majority of the general population is all like born between you know the the mid mid 80s to early 90s and everybody's obsessed with their music the people who are in charge of all the variety shows are obsessed with that music the people who you know run radio stations and all of that they are obsessed with that time and that period in time like I know so many songs from the 90s and 80s just from watching variety shows because they use the mm. same 20 you know songs. What's fascinating? <laughs> you know what's fascinating? I just realized like I used to watch a lot of variety shows back in the day, like second gen. So like this is 2005 through 2000 or 2003 to like eight. And mm-hmm. a lot of those, I just realized a lot of the music it was very second gen oriented. Like if you had Kara on your show or in black or teen top, you were only going to hear second gen idols. Like, I don't think that's why I don't really know a lot about like pre nineties, eighties K-pop or Korean music. But mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. Like, like they're really like, that's the nostalgia now. Cause there really was no nostalgia for that back in the day. It was like, people were just going, enjoying the wave. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, like it's they were like- just enjoying SNSD in 21. Like those were just, they yeah, were famous so people liked it i don't know yeah it's like in like comparing to america america when a when a song it's like the 100 billboard chart is always crazy to me because there could be a song that could be number five on that chart that's a country song that i ain't heard in a day of my damn life but it's on there because certain genres peak with groups and there's enough people to listen to it. But when you have an entire population that streams the same four songs every fucking spring, because spring is in the season, they're not looking for a new spring song. They have their spring song, right? And so mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, we're going to go to karaoke, but I'm not going to go to karaoke looking for new music. I'm going to sing the songs I've been singing for the last 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And so how does the general population is never going to be introduced to new music on a genuine scale. If everybody who makes variety shows is only pulling music from the nineties, 
Like that's interesting. They they use the same music for the same different scenarios in almost every single fucking show. Hmm. Even when they have music guessing shows, the people that's who get crazy, <laughs> the people who get the new music correctly are idols like Heetol and Key because they listen to that. Like Key knows every single fucking girl group song that's come out to for the last five years like he knows it choreographed down but that's what key does because key's an idol singer and he listens to that music and but you know they're still doing but when the pds are people who were born in 84 and then were in college in 95 like they they don't they're not gonna they don't look for new music and i it's an interesting phenomenon and it's very hard for new groups to even have that's why big bang no matter what the fuck they do could release a song and it'll oh. be the top of the charts because people the fact that no go people ahead, go tie ahead. i feel like korea ties music with memories and music mm. with nostalgia is a huge part of their lives especially in the very busy kind of worker bee centered society they live in it's very interesting and i think b2b is going to be up right there in the canon for like memory music like their catalog yeah. is gonna be like karaoke singing. Like people are gonna remember this. Like oh, B two B had hits. Like that's what yeah. I feel like they're gonna be. Like yeah, I feel like that's what I can hope for them. I feel like with Missing You, they've cemented a place in ballad history at the very least. That you know mm-hmm. they're 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 a group that people can rely on. Um, there's somebody that you can trust. You know, the people like to be like a trustworthy group. Like no matter what music they release. We know it's going to be good. It's kind of like a thing that's you know prevalent in Korean society, but yeah, I just I'm glad you guys liked <laughs> a, a good portion of their music. It, this is so much fun to do. I've been trying to get Nia to listen to B to B forever because she's like, I need a new boy group <laughs> to kind of <laughs> fall over. So I'm hoping that you found a you know a good batch of music, and I hope you guys go check out B to B after this. They are also very funny. I highly suggest just start watching their YouTube videos if you want to get introduced into the group. Um, if you like starting off that way when you get into a new fandom. But, um, you know, this wasn't really a much as a fighting podcast because I feel like, like what Corey was talking about earlier, B2B has two very different identities. So if we were just doing their R&B and pop versus like their ballads, we had a different list. But we didn't, and we still enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it. Did you guys enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty yes. good. Mm-hmm. Very cool, very cool. Um, come talk to us and tell us what your favorite B2B music is or how you got to know the group. You can come ch- chat with us on Twitter at Commented or TikTok at Commented Podcast or even join our Discord and chit-chat with us there. Um, if you find new music and love our music podcast and love us, you should definitely give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Um, what is what is next on the agenda? We're doing. Hmm. Is Are it, we doing bubble? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's an anime, anime or yeah, it's a bubble. It's next for Wednesday. We're gonna have a general episode. Um, the crime jumpies are making a comeback later this month. We're doing another Disney episode, and um, we are watching My Liberation Notes. Well, I'm watching My Liberation Notes. That's coming at the end of the month. Um, so make sure you stay tuned. Hit that notification bell so you can know when our episodes are uploaded. But until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Ducoria. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.